Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Friend of the show, Xavier Scruggs, is kind enough to join us. And Xavier's a busy guy these days, so we really appreciate you taking some time. How you doing, sir? Hey, Michelle, Randy, appreciate you guys having me. Always fun to jump on with you guys. All right, so uh, what's the most fun thing? And I think you work 23 hours a day. What's the most fun thing you're doing right now? Oh, man, the most fun thing? That, that's talking to you guys right now. What do you mean? <laughs> Anytime I get to talk about Cardinals baseball, that's that's at the height of everything that I do. It, it, it's I got to see the Cardinals when they came to play the Mets a few weeks back, maybe more than a month now. But um, anytime that I'm around anything that has to do with Cardinals, just because of how passionate everybody is, the fan base. And I just put out a TikTok recently, too, talking about the Cardinals fan base. Like, it doesn't get any better than that. And I don't think people quite understand that. And I always try to stress it. I try to talk about it because – um, people don't have a real glimpse of, of what it is like to talk Cardinals baseball and to be passionate about it. We got a text earlier, Xavier, from somebody who suggested that if John Mozeliak doesn't make a move at the deadline, that Nolan Arenado might wish to opt out. Can you explain from a player's perspective why players like Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado and Adam Wainwright want to be in St. Louis? Oh, man. It's, it's, it's really indescribable just because of you know, the culture that's built around the team. And I think it has a lot to do with the types of people that they bring in. When you when you go out and invest money in players that are not only superstars, but are, are really good human beings and, and really fun to be around, you start to cultivate a different culture. And that's the same that goes for Albert Pujols, bringing a guy back like Albert Pujols. They didn't have to bring Albert Pujols back, but they understand what he's going to bring as far as value off the field. And I think that's important to remember. Guys like Yadier Molina, same thing. Um, it, it helps the younger players. Think about Juan Yepes. Think about Brendan Donovan. Think about um, O'Neal and, 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 uh, and, and Dylan Carlson. All those guys, Bader, that helps everybody become more of a team and understand what it's like to be a professional. It doesn't get any better than that. And then when you talk about the fan base, it's unreal. Like when these, when the fans are there and they're not on the phones, they're locked into the game. They see what's going on pitch by pitch out by out. And they appreciate even when the other team does something well, it's a, it's a whole different ball game. That's why they call it what they call baseball heaven. Mm -hmm. It's really heaven there in St. Louis. Do players feel like every year they have a chance when they're on the Cardinals? 
Absolutely. And and the the stats and the numbers speak for themselves. Like there always seems to be a way that they put together a quality team. And and it's usually dictated by the foundation of pitching and defense. And when you have pitching and defense, those things always give you an opportunity to stay in the game. Then it's then it becomes an offensive thing. And that's one thing I've seen this year. And we talked about it earlier, like the offense was going to be key. And that's one thing that that's one area where they've taken a massive step forward now you're just hoping that and you spoke about mosaic like hopefully they can maybe add a piece or two here from the pitching standpoint that will help them kind of get to the next level we know that they'll probably be in the playoffs but now it's about taking that next step and, and trying to get that next world championship Xavier, you're right. It's uh, one glaring hole that the Cardinals need to address is starting pitching help is there anybody out there that you think might be a good fit for them I, I do. I think there's guys out there. Uh, the, the one issue that I have is, are the Cardinals going to go and give up the type of prospects for a, a Frankie Montas? Obviously, Montas is, is dealing with a little bit of stuff right now as far as injury, but he should be should be back after a quarter zone shot. Are they willing to give up that the prospects for that? We we haven't normally seen that in the past, at, at least halfway through the season. The same thing for another guy like a Luis Castillo. Um, with the Reds. Now, the Reds situation is, is different because you're talking about an inner, inner division rival. So th- a lot of times you don't get trades in that sense. But those are two guys that I kind of see um, being s- some headline guys that can help impact this rotation with swing and miss stuff. And that's one thing that the Cardinals are missing because they don't have that swing and miss starter um, besides the Adam Wainwright, right? You look at Miles Michaelis, he's more of the guy that's going to get the weak contact. So not having a Jack Flaherty right now really hurts not having the swing and miss stuff. One name that I like is Martin Perez. Um, He's having a career year with the Rangers. Um, He's not going to bring the dominant swing and miss stuff, but he's been one of the most consistent pitchers in our league this year. I could see them circling in on someone like him. Xavier, you're right. The Cardinals historically probably don't want to give up those those assets and the young prospects unless they think the team is good enough and that it's going to pay dividends. Do you think this Cardinals team is good enough for John Mozeliak to maybe part with some of those assets and really go for it? They are, Michelle. This is this is the year. If there was a year to me, this is this is the year. Just because you've seen the offense click in a whole another way, it's almost been one of those more historical offenses that we haven't seen in a while from the Cardinals. And then I look at from a bullpen and pitching standpoint, it's just that one or two pieces that can put them not over the playoff hump that can get them to the world series. I, I really do think that this team is capable of doing that. And I've, and I've covered most of the uh, other teams in all, in all of major league baseball this year. I've seen what everybody has. The Cardinals are right up there with everybody else. I don't care how weak this division may be quote unquote, what everybody says when the Cardinals go up against some top teams, I've seen them go toe to toe with them. And I think it's just a, a little bit more pitching and you put yourself over that hump. Xavier, we just got done with the Braves, and even though they don't have Freddie Freeman anymore, they have Matt Olson. The Braves look as good as they ever did last year. Yes, they they really do. Um, this is a team that, when you talk about all aspects of the game, right, being dominant, uh, and they got off to a slower start. Maybe it was that that World Series hangover that they talk about, but this team has now hit that stride. And, and if you're the Mets, you're looking back and you're like, man, this is a tough team. And, and one of the reasons being, we saw it last night. 
Spencer Strider. With that dude is absolutely ridiculous. And they're throwing 98-99 with ease, 12 punches. Like they have guys that have stepped up. Michael Harris Jr., Michael Harris II out there in center field. He'll be in contention for rookie of the year with those the numbers that he has. And then you see the offense, obviously, Ronald Acuna Jr. coming back and other guys stepping up. Olsen, he hasn't quite had that, that MVP caliber, that MVP conversation type year yet but he's, he's on his way. So they have somebody in every single position that you can say, man, this guy is one of the best in the league. That's why they have like six guys that were in contention for starting jobs at the All-Star, for, at the All-Star game. And, and it's a, a tough team. So it, it's good for the Cardinals to kind of see that test uh, midseason and, and, face it right, and face it right up to them. Xavier, speaking of ridiculous, let's talk about the Yankees. 60-23 and 23 right now. Aaron Judge leading the team in almost every offensive category. He's at 30 home runs right now. And during the break, Randy and I were talking about it. Do you think he gets to 60 before the year's done? Oh, man. I, it's tough because I, I'm good friends with Aaron Judge. I, I, don't, I don't think he gets to 60. I, I, I think he gets just because toward the end of the year, I don't know if it's going to be a situation where he gets a little bit more rest. Um, teams start to team, team start pitching around him more. Um, you know, I, I definitely see 55 being around there, but getting to 60 is going to be extremely tough. He's got to keep the same pace that he's had at the beginning of the season. You remember, you guys know it's 162 games. You get nicked up. There's, uh, there's issues sometimes that are underlying that people don't know about, and it affects the way that you play towards the end of the season. And that could be end, end up being the case, but I, I just don't see him keeping the same pace this whole year. But he's been absolutely uh, amazing to watch, and, and it's cool to see the power on display, especially somebody that went ahead and bet on himself not taking that contract. That's pretty hard to turn down two hundred and I think seventeen million dollars from the Yankees and, and say, "Hey, I'm better than that. Uh, let's talk later on." Xavier, Sandy Alcantara's career in the Cardinal organization was starting just as your career in the Cardinal organization was coming to a close. Two-parter here. Did you ever cross paths? Did you ever see him throw? And what do you think of him now? I I heard about the dude, but I never got to see him throw. I never saw this. I heard the name, heard people talk about how exciting he was as a a pitcher, um, the type of stuff that he had. But I had never come across him, and then just seeing what he's doing now is like I had a chance to talk to him um, with MLB Network, and one of the things that he said that kind of stuck out to me is he said, it doesn't matter how many pitches I need to throw. If I need to throw 150, 160, 180, I will do it to get the W. And we saw it last week when, when Mattingly came out to talk to him. He was in the ninth inning. Um, tough situation. I think runners on first and second, uh, and he ends up closing it out. But I, but I look at it's a situation where this guy does not seem to get tired. He seems to continue to get stronger throughout the game, and we know from watching this game, those are the best pitchers that continue to go through the game and seem like they start throwing harder. Stuff starts getting nastier. That's what we're seeing with Sandy Alcantara. Okay, I got to ask you, Xavier. Last night you had Derek Jeter on the MLB Instagram. You were talking to him. You're a major league player. You've been around big league players. You you were in the Cardinal clubhouse with a lot of stars. But how cool is it for Xavier Scruggs, baseball player slash big time fan, to interview Derek Jeter? 
Yeah, guys, I'm still I'm still pinching myself. I, I I don't I don't even know how that came about. I don't even know why I was chosen. I just feel so honored um, to have that opportunity. It, I was I'm I'm still in awe this morning. I, like I, I look back and I'm like I just talked to Derek Jeter for about 15 minutes on Instagram. Uh, we're talking social media. Like first of all, Derek Jeter has just got on social media like a, a few weeks ago. And I'm already talking to him on IG Live. Like, it was just nuts. Um, it was a great opportunity for people to kind of get a little bit more of that behind the scenes. Derek, obviously, he's got a, a big documentary with ESPN Films coming out called The Captain. So uh, I'm excited for it. But, I mean, it, it was just unreal. I'm still just shocked right now. That's awesome. Every day on MLB Network, we see you on ESPN, we see you on MLB's Instagram. Like I said, you're working 23 hours a day, and your work is absolutely <laughs> fabulous. We're, we're so happy for you, and I, I know, and Michelle does too, how much you love the game and how much you love talking about it, so you couldn't be in a better place. Thanks, guys, so much. You guys are, are killing it. I enjoy listening to you guys. You guys, for me, when I'm looking at Cardinal stuff, you guys are helping me out, so I'm, I'm, I'm juiced to be able to check you guys out and see what you guys are putting out there as well because it helps me too. Love it. Thanks, Xavier. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. See you later. Xavier Scruggs on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.